Conversations. My name is Devin Boyd, aka Lyrical Instrumentalist, and I have my guest, Lainey. How's it been going, Lainey? Super good. I'm nervous. Oh, you don't have to be nervous. <laughs> this is your first podcast? It's my first podcast, yeah. Cool. Have you ever recorded before? Yeah, I've recorded like in studios for like music and stuff, but I've never recorded like talking. Ah, uh, okay. What were you doing in the studio? Um, I was recording just like covers and then I was in a um a what you call it, a sound engineering program at ACC. Oh, cool. And then so I did like a bunch of recording there and learned the whole audio business. Were you singing or playing an instrument or both? Both. Ah, uh, cool. What instrument do you play? Um, I'm self-taught on guitar and piano, um, so those are the main two ones, but mainly it's guitar. That's dope, that's dope. You plan on doing anything with it, or just recording for now? Uh, I mean, I've started jamming with my neighbor, and we're going to help each other out on some projects. Like, ultimate goal is to release an EP, but, you know, it's time, really. <laughs> it is, it is, a whole process. Like, that's what I went to school for, is like audio engineering and like producing. See, and I really wanted to do that, but then I like kind of moved into the creative side more. Like it just came more naturally to mm -hmm. me. But like publishing was really cool. Yeah. Like entertainment law was super interesting. So I've always thought about maybe like trying something out like that, but I don't know. It's 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 definitely um it's fun, but it gets tedious like when it comes to like mixing and all that kind of stuff. But it's it's definitely fun. But it, like if you went to school just to even get the knowledge. I always think that that's a good idea for like any musician or artist. Yeah. That way you can speak the language of the guy, right. engineer. So let's go ahead and get right into this podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say, because like I said, I just like to be honest, you're the second white person I've actually had on this podcast, <laughs> which is really cool. Because um, a lot of people like listen to the episodes I have and I sometimes talk about different like black things or I have like black people on there and they mm -hmm. start to think like, it's just like a podcast for black people and it's not so it's like a, like no i talk to anybody it's about any conversation i have um but the reason i said that just to break that like um nervousness um because since you laughed so i feel like maybe i did break some of the nervousness oh absolutely oh yeah cool yeah um, i feel honored honestly honored, to yeah. be the second the white second person one. on the show yes exactly that's what we're trying to break down all the barriers <laughs> in the world i know but for real like um so yeah i definitely want to speak to you um because um, you are, like I said, a person of the topic that I want to bring up today. Um, like I was telling you post uh, recording, um, I have like a lot of friends in with people say the LGBT community. And um, I had like, a conversation with somebody recently and it was just like kind of striking a nerve. So I was like, let me see about speaking to different people and see like just their take on it and just their perspective. Partially, um, I feel like there's a lot of judgment from people who don't understand just things in general, but um, especially um, in that world, I'll say. And um, there's a lot of judgment all the time and people don't take the time to really understand people. So then they just walk around ignorant all the time. Right. Saying like the dumbest shit. And it's just like, really? Like you wake up and you, that's you think like that like all the time i think the craziest part of that is usually actually that they feel like by saying it they think other people around them feel the same thing right. like nobody's like running around like i'm gonna say something everybody else hates they're right. they think that other people aren't gonna be upset with them because they think the same way which is crazy right and the thing is i think the majority of people in the world don't like think that way uh, some people 
will be with circle of friends and like they feel one kind of way but like when they're with their friends they try not to be outcasted so they don't voice their opinions on how they really feel but it's like there's more people just don't care like you know who someone's dating and all that kind of stuff yeah um but with that said how like through your life how old are you if you don't mind me asking uh 24 24 um have you always been a lesbian all your life yeah i mean well i don't count like my pre-conscious life like mm-hmm. when i was in middle school because you know those aren't humans those are just oh yeah of course psychopaths yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so i figured it out pretty early on i think it was about like 13 or 14 actually mm-hmm. so i it was my end of middle school so well, i guess yeah alien laney also oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you say alien yeah laney? yeah that's great um but yeah no so i think like around seventh grade is when i kind of figured it out and like i tried to like date quotes right right date other like dudes and stuff because everybody else was so right, it was kind of right. like one of those things i date the guys with like beaver haircuts mm-hmm. you know the ones who already looked kind of gay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so after that like other than that i've never um i tried to go through that situation where my family wasn't super approving of it Mm -hmm. so i tried to think like oh well maybe i'm bi and then like tried to do that for like a year um and that didn't really work out for me either so no i would say i've always been a lesbian i've never really seriously dated or like been with a dude yeah yeah you mentioned your family um how was that kind of that struggle? Well, it was a weird timing because like I, I kind of like fell out of the closet. Like my uh, dad had overheard a conversation <laughs> I was having on the phone. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things. Gotcha. And like I could have denied it and just been like, oh, no, I was actually talking about this. Right. But I was over it. So it's just yeah. like, no, this is what's happening. I can't lie. Like it's too much pressure. How um, did your family kind of take it from there? not super great they were actually in the middle of being separated like Uh, in the middle of it and so for the second time it was so dumb but (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so they were in the middle of that and then they kind of like turned around and did the whole like you're going to hell like we don't support you and just this whole thing and they were never like super religious growing up Mm -hmm. at all um but suddenly they were. <laughs> At that moment. Yeah, in yeah. that moment, it was suddenly very important to them. Um, so I kind of just kept my head down and like kept a lot of secrets and kind of kept who I was like mm-hmm. to me. And then I didn't really share a lot of that with my family for a really long time mm-hmm. um, until my sophomore year. I was like, man, like this is it. Like I'm gay. This yeah. is how it's gonna be. I'm not gonna stop being who I am. And I think eventually they got to a point where they realized they wanted me in their lives more than they right. they were worried about the gay thing. And right. they they took a long time to get to the point where like, gotcha. you know, they love my girlfriend and like, yeah. you know, things like that. So you, even once they kind of found out, like you still kind of kept to yourself with everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would never like tell them when I was dating somebody mm-hmm. or anything like that. I was always very secretive right. um, about like where I was going and mm-hmm. who I was hanging out with. And um, I think that it made me a really good liar, which is terrible, (laughs) but it did. (laughs) 
And uh, I think that happens to a lot of kids. Like they right. end up feeling like, okay, this was really bad reaction. So now I'm gonna have this person who I am with my family and then right. this person who I actually am, but this person around people who might know my family. Right. And then you end up with all these little fractions. Right. Yeah. So just, just your intermediate family know, for the most part, does everybody that you associate with in your family know? Yeah, everybody knows now. Yeah. Um, I was never big on keeping it a secret. Mm -hmm my parents were so like right. i one time i remember the first time i added a girl on facebook as yeah. like i'm in a relationship right, with right. my mom had a meltdown Aww. and she was like everyone can see that and blah 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 and just had a conniption about yeah. it and it was so silly um looking back on it now because all of those people actually didn't really have an issue with it mm. uh the people she was worried about having an right. issue with it and if they did they were never outwardly you know like right. upset with me nobody mm -hmm. ever messaged me like how dare you you're shaming this family right, right. <laughs> kind of a thing i know like uh my sister uh is actually married uh to a woman and when she uh first came out i guess she told me of course and i was like okay and she was like like who am I? I don't care like <laughs> so because even like at that point i've already had like a lot of not really a lot but i've already had gay friends so right. i'm like so like I don't care so like you know from her telling me then like I know she felt like super comfortable and then um, I think she told my dad next only because um, he and I knew like um, some other like some gay ladies and stuff so it's mm -hmm. like you know that we we're like cool and friends with so then like I think she felt more comfortable telling us since we already knew right uh, some other people uh, but then she was more hesitant to tell my mom. Mm -hmm. But the crazy thing is when she told my mom, my mom was more, like if she would have told her first, like she cared the least out of everybody. Right. So like, it was like, mm. so like everybody was accepting. We did have like other family members who made their little comments and I'm like, I still protect my sister. Like, so I'm like, okay, like, well, why are you so concerned? I'm just saying it ain't right. I'm like, I thought you drink beer all day. That's not right either, but you still do that. Like, well, you drink too. Yeah, I like drinking. And like, I'm not, I don't have a problem with drinking beer. Right. <laughs> you have a problem with uh, gays and lesbians. So like you had the issue, but I'm like, I just, I don't understand people sometimes. Yeah, no, it's definitely one of those things where I think too, like people never think about like gay people as being people mm -hmm. until they know somebody in their immediate family who's gay. Right. And like they'll always say like side like side comments like, oh I don't care, I just don't want it in my face or oh like it's <laughs> right. terrible, but whatever. You right. know? And so people seem like kinda like about it, mm -hmm. you know? Like they don't really care. But then like somebody they know or like somebody in their church or somebody in their neighborhood or right. whoever like is gay, like suddenly they have Right. all these opinions and it yep. just gets super weird yeah outside of your family did you have any other like um cases where you felt like isolated or discriminated um yeah i i think less isolated and discriminated and more harassed uh, like i think that was i know a lot of people who have i never had a big community that mm -hmm. i was part of like if i did it was like drama in school or right. like my immediate friends and none of them cared mm -hmm. so i never really had like a church that i was worried about shunning right. me or 
I didn't hang out enough with my immediate family to really care about that either. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things where I was already, the way I grew up was already ready to detach from that. And I yeah. knew that I was going to find another family another way. Right. Um, it worked out that I didn't have to do that and I got right, to keep right. both. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I forgot the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying that have you felt like pretty much discrimination or isolation from people right. outside of your family? Um, no, it was mainly like the two things I've I've received are harassment and like mm-hmm. aggression. I have had people get like angry at me. Like this one dude, I dated his girlfriend in high school and he like body checked me in the hallway wow. and like called me a dyke. That was like the first time anybody wow. had ever called me a dyke. I was really like taken aback about it. <laughs> Wow. But, so, yeah. So he was upset that you were dating his girlfriends? Yeah. <laughs> but why are you mad at me? <laughs> I know. I was like, she's bi, dude. I don't know what to tell right. you. Like, <laughs> Wow. That's crazy. You said, so that was that pretty much like the most harassment and like, I guess, aggression that you usually got was stuff kind of like that? Uh, yeah, kind of stuff like that. And a lot of it was kind of like sexual aggression, too, from mm-hmm. like men. That's usually what it is, is like uh, my girlfriend and I were walking down the street that one time mm-hmm. and this guy was just harassing us, right. like saying like we just needed some dick in our lives. Right, and, you know, he had be, yeah. some for us and all that. And I ended up like breaking my hand on his face. Oh. Um, and so, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they're just like. It was weird because in that moment, I also realized that there's always going to be another guy to punch. And I realized it's just never going to stop. Like, there's always going to be dudes harassing us or, like, harassing me or whatever. And so I think that's the biggest thing I've had to overcome is I don't Mm. really care if other people hate me because I just don't. But I definitely feel that fear of aggression from that hatred. Right. Yeah, It's and it's, it's ridiculous. The way I look at it, like, if you wake up, and this is to like people who are like, like ridiculously homophobic. Mm-hmm. If you wake up thinking about how much you hate gay people, don't you think like you're the issue because you're thinking about gay people all the time? Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> you are. I don't know. Like that's not like I don't think about. I don't think about anything I hate. Like if I hate something, like I try to keep it out of my mind. Right. So it's like if you really have a hatred, like why do you even try to be? in the same uh, vicinity as it it's like it doesn't make any sense but I don't know I don't know anything yeah it's definitely weird because like there's the internal homophobia like mm-hmm. part of it too where people will really like go that opposite direction where right. they're just super mad at gay people and they hate gay people mm-hmm. and you do you look at them and you're like all right but like yeah. you're kind of obsessed like you talk about us a right, lot right right exactly Somebody didn't invite you to the party, but... <laughs> Are you, you mad, bro? <laughs> you mad, bro? <laughs> but it's funny you say that, because, um, like, party, at, at, at least. Um, so, like I said, we have a lot of uh, gay friends. Um, like, I went to uh, Pride out here. Um, I was like, I don't know, let me just see. Yeah. Because, um, like, people were like, well, no, you know, you're not going to be harassed and stuff. And then, like I said, I had gay friends, and then, like... Um, I said the music and like knowing like some DJs and stuff. I was like, let me go check out what's going on. And I was like, it wasn't really bad. Granted, like there was one place we went to, it was like too much for my eyes. But <laughs> like that was like that was like the only time it was like something like hella extreme for me. But like I'm like other than that, like people are like, well, if you go to gay club, they're gonna try to hit on you. I was like, do you get hit on at straight clubs all the time? <laughs> well, no. Well, why would it be any different? 
Like, why do you think you are so attractive that, like, everybody wants to come to you, like, all the time? Exactly. So, it's like, mm. <laughs> But you mentioned the word dyke. Yes. So, I like to give this story to everyone. Uh, when I grew up, um, like, the word faggot and dyke were, like, in the, my vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Because, for one, like, I didn't even know. I don't think I even knew the word gay as a kid like faggot was the word right like and i didn't even like say it as like an offensive way because it was like i just that was the word that was associated with the group of people then like as i got older i was like wow like i've been saying this for a long time and like this is horrible and then like then that's when i started to learn the word gay and like uh lesbian and homosexual like i don't think i even knew the word homosexual which is sad mm-hmm. like like why is the derogatory term taught to me first or why did i learn that first but like then like as i like got you know like more gay friends started learning different terminology and i was like okay and then you said the word dyke then i was like okay again not being educated um i was like okay well this is the more masculine uh woman and then you know the other way it was like no i was like now i'm saying this word for a long time like god (laughs) but it's like now like i got like all my terminology good and like i have an understanding and like Cause I like to learn, so like yeah. I don't want to walk around ignorant all the time, and because like things like that is offensive to people, like like the N word, mm-hmm. you know. People are like, well, you know, some people say, it, some people don't. I was like, well, you know, I don't think anybody should say it, yeah. like real talk. But granted, I might tell y'all no. But, <laughs> like if I use the word, like if you ever hear me, because I write music and stuff, so if you ever hear me say the word, I'm not saying it as a term of endearment. Right. I actually mean it like in a negative, hateful word. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. So I use it. <laughs> but I'm, I'm also describing anyways i'm going on a tangent so, <laughs> so i was asking you um prior how do you feel about the acronym lgbtq um i think well i don't know because it keeps growing mm-hmm. and so part of it is really weird because i respect everybody for whatever they want to do you right. know as long as you're not hurting people right. or you're not like a pedophile or right. like something <laughs> super like any morals off balance right, you know what right. i mean um i really don't care what mm-hmm. you are i think though like we're seeing kind of like fractions of bisexuality mm-hmm. that are coming off and they're turning into their own labels right by this younger generation and uh-huh. it's it's muddling a lot of it yeah because then you have like all these arguments with like well are asexuals technically like gay you know and yeah. then are like all of these other little fractions and they're starting to include colors and like nobody yeah. can keep up i don't right. know what any of these <laughs> words mean and i'm a lesbian right. so it's like am i out of touch with like the youth <laughs> or are we getting out of hand right um but i'm on tumblr like all the time mm-hmm. which is you know the blogging website right where a lot of gay people flock mm-hmm. <laughs> to scream into the abyss right and um yeah it's just crazy because we have like this younger generation who's about no labels and uh-huh. then we have this new younger younger generation who's like label everything yeah. and it's crazy because you start to have a weird imbalance in mm-hmm. the community of people who feel like other people are jumping on board right. to something that we took a really really long time to build right. and we've really committed ourselves mm-hmm. to in like a culture and it's getting kind of like 
imbalance basically it's the best word i have for it is there's a lot of people who are like i'm also being discriminated against and then all the rest of us who you know get like punched and like (laughs) kicked around are like do you like are you getting oppressed like who's oppressing you for the one time you made out with a girl in the club like please tell me (laughs) (laughs) exactly i asked because like i always hear stuff like politically correct and like different classifications and groups and different things like that but i'm like who all agreed to that because like i know at one point it was just lgbt mm-hmm. or, or one point it was just you just heard lesbian gay then now you know lgbt and then q and, right. and like said and then people are adding a's and all this other stuff so i always want mm-hmm. to ask i had a friend who um she took like a i can't remember what the name of the course was but it was like like human sexuality something like that mm-hmm. kind of course and um in there that's when she actually learned about q she mm-hmm. was like uh she's like have you heard about q i was like what are you talking about she's like lgbtq i was like oh yeah queer she's like what is queer i was like i don't know she was like but like she's like i don't consider myself a queer so i was like i don't, I don't know i didn't make the label but she was like um basically she kind of disagreed with it because like i know like once upon a time queer just meant weird mm-hmm. so like and she's like, I don't consider myself weird. Yeah. But it's like now that's being grouped with everyone. So I was like wondering, like, how does everyone feel about that? <laughs> well, it's definitely like different between everybody because mm-hmm. nobody can really decide like how we feel about it. You right. know, um, I think the Q is more widely accepted than the plus sign at the end of the acronym. That oh, one I know. No, there is a plus sign wow, for one. all of those gray areas that wow. i've told you about yeah um yeah we've got polysexuals and yeah, grayscale like different it's so crazy i just don't understand so the plus bothers me for sure mm-hmm. um the q i'm cool with i would never call myself queer right. like that's just not the label i would choose right. like homosexual gay or lesbian right um but I think the Q is really helpful for people who are non-binary um, and don't necessarily get into like the labels because mm-hmm. you know lesbians obviously very feminine and like right. gay like more of the like male side right. and so for people who are neither of those categories but they obviously you know have sexual attraction to either people of their gender or people of Mm -hmm. their biological sex you know however it goes um (laughs) i'm trying to be so politically correct but you know what i'm saying Uh right um either way i think those people definitely the go underneath the uh the queue and i'm cool with that you know like they're on board they've they've fought the good fight too you know they're in it's when it um then i wonder like would bisexual and q kind of be the same based off that definition I want to say no because I feel like the bisexuals get erased a lot and I feel really uh, bad about it. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, we should give them a letter. Um, they do. They face like a whole different mm-hmm. section of, of things that I don't have to face because I'm very one way and right, I can right. be like, I'm this way and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, guys can be like, well, you've never tried or yeah. like something. But then, you know, bisexual people get the whole runaround of, oh, you have to choose and oh, you can't yeah. actually like both. And if you're with somebody of the opposite sex, you're no mm-hmm. longer in the community. And so <laughs> they get their beef. Right, right. <laughs> They've earned it. I had a friend, she basically said that she's just really in love with people's like personality so yeah. whether it's a guy or a girl like 
if it's the personality that draws her to it and whatever it happens to be, that's just what it is. But mm-hmm. like, I was like, huh, I can appreciate that. Like, I mean, like, again, I don't really care either way, but like, yeah. like I can appreciate that because when it comes down to it, um, again, I have a lot of conversations with random people all the time. But I was telling somebody, I was like, who am I to, um, or just people, but like, who are they to try to judge and tell you how to be happy and who you should love and fall in love with? So it's like, like, what kind of person does that make you? It's like, why you're hating these people for who they love and you want to shit on their like life and happiness while you're on your like 15th marriage you have four (laughs) bastard children (laughs) but it's like who are you to but it's like what kind of person are you if you wake up every day not wanting someone else to be happy like so it's like you need to reflect upon yourself if like right if that's what you wake up doing like every day and it's funny you say that about marriage i remember this comedian he was like uh around when they were like still up in the air about like gay marriage and stuff Mm -hmm. um he was like you know who's like who am i to um care he's like you know i want them to be unhappy just like me (laughs) i was like wow (laughs) but like i mean i'm happy in my marriage but like i get what he was saying too like but yeah why are people so like in an uproar on uh gay marriage because my whole take with it is it's no different from if you're already living with the person or dating them like what what difference does it make if now they're married? Like, yeah. how is that going to affect society now? Yeah, it, it doesn't. And I think it's crazy <laughs> because we're always in society in this battle of people thinking that rights for somebody else means less rights for them. Right. Like, it's a pie and we're all going to, like, cut out pieces. And if we let the gays have this one, like, <laughs> what's next? <laughs> HOV lane, it's gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't let those gays have marriage, you know. <laughs> The taxes are going up now. Thanks, Obama. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to be clear. I love that man and I miss Mm -hmm. him so much. (laughs) Do you miss him so much because of who's there now? I I wanted him to stay no matter what. I'm not going to lie to you. I love him like old white women loved Kennedy. (laughs) That's the best way I can describe my love for Obama. (laughs) That is like a very creative way of saying that. But hearing you say it like that, I was like, hmm, I get it. You get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're president now. He's everybody else's president except mine. I just keep putting him on everyone else. Whenever <laughs> I talk to him, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're president. You live in this country, too? Yeah. <laughs> He's still yours. <laughs> I don't claim that. <laughs> but that was, like, one of my biggest things. I was like, uh, how does everyone perceive the Q? Yeah. If anything, I would say the Q is a fraction of the B. So... You know, B is a staple. B can't go anywhere. Q, I think, reasonably could be adapted into mm-hmm. B, um, but I do appreciate its uniqueness for, like I said, that non-binary purpose, and it mm-hmm. really is just a more comfortable label, I think, for people um, who want something a little more ambiguous and vague. So, how do you feel about the T? Um, the T, the T is interesting because it's. I want to be like super clear about how I feel about the situation. Uh-huh. Um, I think that the trans community is a beautiful community mm-hmm. and they are incredibly strong people, incredibly loving people. Mm-hmm. They've been fighting the fight with us from like Stonewall. So right. like the T's are all super legit. Um, and I think they have every right to be in the acronym if we're if yeah. we're all taking slots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it is weird because we have some people who 
And it's it's a work in progress, mm -hmm. I think, because we have all of these people on these online communities trying to communicate mm -hmm. and they don't do it very well. So you have a bunch of people who are trans who sometimes get really mad at like, if we have like, um, like a male to female come into the group yeah. and like sometimes they'll get super, super offended if uh -huh. a lesbian doesn't want to date them. Uh, um, okay. Because, you know, a lesbian could and right. they might want to and right. that's totally cool like right. it doesn't matter but i think for some people there's like a clash where some like lesbians are getting way up in arms about nothing right. and then some like trans people are also getting way up in arms about mm -hmm. about the same thing about right. whether or not it's acceptable for mm -hmm. lesbians to say that they won't date a trans female and gotcha. so i think that's the only issue i have with it is that it, they're coming out with these new terms and everything called turf lesbians, which I'm That's trying to figure out what it means. Yeah. <laughs> but from what I understand is it's just like, they just lesbians against trans people. And those people definitely do exist. And I don't agree with them. It's totally not cool. So they're trying to create conflict between the two. Yeah. And I just feel like there's like some weird party thing going on. Yeah. I try and stay super far out of it. Right. Um, but it's it's a weird thing because I've never had I've never heard of it outside of the internet of yeah. like trans people and lesbians or other gay people not getting along. You think it's maybe possibly a, something someone's trying to start that doesn't actually exist? No, I think it exists. No. Um, I think it's definitely bred from the internet though. I gotcha. think it's definitely a social thing mm -hmm. and this whole calling out culture is doing a lot of it too. Yeah. And um, you know, just because you're gay doesn't mean you're not a shitty person. Right. <laughs> so I think that there are just, you know, some people who are kind of assholes and like, I can see it like and lesbians can be super man hating too where they're mm -hmm. like oh well it's because you you know used to be a man or whatever yeah, which uh -huh. is also a ridiculous comment but right. you know it's kind of stuff like that so I think that these people are just going back and forth and nobody's actually listening to each other and everybody's gotcha. having these different experiences um, they're so dumb <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I think that that's that's where I'm trying to figure out what's next because it's evolving you know mm -hmm. everything's evolving and the only thing I can think to do is just to be like super open and nice to everybody, which right. is what I would have done anyway. But now right. I feel like we need to do it more and exactly. just like take a step back a little bit instead of going after each other right. and like calling each other turfs and like coming up with new derogatory names. So, cause now it's not just like, you know, the world versus the gays, it's like the gays versus like the other gays. Yeah. And that's just distracting us from our actual <laughs> life goals. Right. Yeah, it's like you have to keep the whole community strong in order to stop other people. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> They're trying to fraction us out so we don't riot. <laughs> right. yeah, that's interesting. I never heard about that. Um, oh, bless you, puppy. It's not a puppy, it's a dog. Always a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, so it's interesting for, to me, to have that kind of internal conflict, like you're saying, and like it, I don't see the point in it. Yeah. But I... You mentioned like how, you know, gay and lesbian people could be assholes and jerks and stuff too. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like people are people everywhere you go. I think sometimes um, even like hetero people forget that, you know, people are just people. So it's like um, there's, there's like 
a lot more hetero people probably know more gay people than they think they know it's For just sure. that you just don't know that this person's gay because they don't necessarily um do stereotypical gay things mm-hmm. and stereotypical quotes like you know everything you see in a movie that right you know if this is a gay person they do these things or whatever oh we joke all the time oh yeah yeah my girlfriend she had no idea we were even on a first date she thought I was straight. Even though we had met on Tinder, I bought her a drink. She did not realize we were on a date until some dude tried to hit on us, asked mm-hmm. both of us for our numbers, mm-hmm. and then finally we all said no, and he walked away. And I was like, wow, can you believe he did that while we're on a date? And she was like, oh my gosh, it's a date. And I was like, are you serious? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I bought you a drink. <laughs> We joke about it all the time. She's like, yeah, if I ever met you in person, like, I would have never known you were gay. I would have never approached you. And I get that all the time. Because mm-hmm. the, the question is, like, what does a gay person look like? Yeah, I mean, I think you can tell sometimes. Like, sometimes. Well, actually, in Austin, you can't always tell. In Austin, you cannot. You cannot. Um, I actually just went to this convention in Vegas called mm-hmm. Clexicon. And it is a lesbian convention based on when was that uh it was in april i want to say we had a friend that went to that yeah okay Uh yeah yeah yeah. so it was in the middle of vegas at the flamingo hotel and i've never seen more lesbians in one place (laughs) i didn't see one dude there at all it was insane um but like looking at a group of lesbians like that like to me i could spot all the lesbians like as we were walking to the hotel like whatever whatever but if you really look at it like we all look super different in terms of like some of us dress more masculine so it's just more androgynous some of us dress like super feminine and you just really don't know anymore and mm-hmm. i think we all kind of rely on like this weird like gay energy that we emit <laughs> It's like prolonged eye contact right. or like just little, yeah, like little things. So no, now we're all no, like yes, no. hyper aware, <laughs> trying to throw pheromones out there, like wild animals, trying to get somebody to notice us. But lesbians don't talk to each other. It takes them years oh, to yeah. figure that out. <laughs> that's that's a true stereotype. <laughs> that's funny. Because <laughs> I asked because um, I actually was losing my train of thought. I don't remember what I even asked you from the start. Oh, yeah. Oh, how you can tell somebody's gay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, So, yeah, yeah, especially in Austin. (laughs) I had to remember, too. (laughs) (laughs) They got smoke. Anyways, um, like, especially in Austin, because I've met, like, a couple guys, and you're like, like, oh, this person isn't gay? Like, I just knew that they were. And then, like, especially because sometimes they'll hang around, like, actual other gay guys, but it's like this particular person isn't. So it's like, huh, okay, well. But then, like, in Austin, like, in Dallas, because you're from Dallas, too. Yeah, I'm from Dallas, too. So... You can tell in Dallas. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can tell every time. Yeah. yeah. Super Especially, easy. Yeah. <laughs> Out here, it's like people are, are a lot more eclectic. I say Austin is a hippie city, which I like it. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's different because people dress more eclectic here. And then in Dallas, like, it's like you have to make it known. Yeah. Especially, I remember, like, um, did you ever go to like Oakland area? Oh yeah. yeah, I went there for uh, my 18th birthday mm-hmm. actually, yeah, and so. it was a it was a good time. They only had one lesbian bar. I think they still only. Yeah, do. it's Sue Ellen's. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much <laughs> it's still the only one. I know like there's other places like I have a friend who's a part of this committee that does lesbian happy hour mm-hmm. out there in Dallas. That's cool. I don't know where it's at. I think it's either at different locations or it's at one location. 
I was like, okay, like Dallas is doing stuff outside, of like Sue Ellen's, which is cool, <laughs> <laughs> or, or or like uptown. But no, Sue Ellen's is uptown. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind. It's all uptown, right yeah. off Lemon Street. Yeah, that's another there. gay joke. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from? Is your girlfriend from Dallas too? No, she's from Houston and Colorado. Houston and Colorado. Yeah, so she grew up in Houston until she was like twelve, and then moved to Colorado, and then she didn't move back here until she was twenty six. 26. I like Houston sometimes. I've never been to Colorado yet. Oh, you'd like it. It's fun. Oh, yeah. The weather is amazing. It's just pretty and the weather is so nice. And Is it cold all the time? No, not in the summer. No. I'm from the south, like Louisiana. Like, I don't do cold <laughs> at all. But we went to um, Kentucky once, Louisville, Kentucky, and it was like snowed. And I was like, uh... It was cold, but like like you said, this the atmosphere. I was like, okay, I think right. I could deal with it a little bit. You can accept it. You're yeah. like, I'll bundle up, I guess. Like <laughs> this if it one looks time. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> if it looks nice, I'm yeah, it's cool. It's cool. You ever um, say something is too gay for you? Jokingly. <laughs> <laughs> Jokingly, like, I'll be like, I'm not that gay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> relax. Um, yeah, that's totally a joke, but I love to say it all the time, actually. <laughs> I ask because we have a friend. Um, it's like he won't go to certain places. He's like, man, it's just too gay. Like, I was like, what? what? Like, I was always confused, but he's like, no, like, it's too many. He's like, it's too many gays in there. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, Sometimes gays can be a lot, even <laughs> as a gay. Like, you can feel like very overwhelmed. Um, I know going to gay clubs for me is just a. I don't really like clubs that much mm-hmm. anyway. But like gay clubs are like hot and sweaty and everyone is doing drugs. Like everyone is doing drugs and you can never go to the bathroom. There's like a thousand gays in the bathroom at all time. Like they all came to the club to hang out there. And do drugs. Do drugs. <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. It's not a bad way to spend your weekends, I guess. <laughs> as long as you're having fun in the process. <laughs> um, no, that's super funny. I'll say it all the time, actually. Like I'll have... um. My cousin one time was like, you'd look really cute if you shaved the side of your head. And I was like, I'm not that gay cat. Thanks, though. <laughs> Do you make people uncomfortable when you say that? I don't think so. Everybody laughs. Uh, I think I say, they, they know I'm joking. Oh, I'm like, offend like somebody, Lainey. Jeez. Get your shit together. <laughs> I remember being a kid and like, um, this is like, I guess when I was starting to... Um, I don't want to say start accepting gay people, but start to understand more. Yeah. And um, but you know, as a kid, y'all say like, "Oh, that's gay." No, yeah. just say the way. Until Hillary Duff popped out of the clothing rack and was like, "That's not cool." Right. I do remember that. <laughs> I had a, a a friend who was like, like, cause I, I it was already you know my vocabulary just saying that all the time, so right. it was like hard to break that. I mean, but, me too. <laughs> right. See. <laughs> So it's okay now since you know it's good. It's fine. <laughs> Lainey approved it. We could all right, stay Lainey gay again. <laughs> um, no, it's crazy that you say that about like kids because the first time I never really thought about it, mm-hmm. but when I was in fifth grade, this girl, like, I don't know what her deal was. Like, nobody liked me when I was in like elementary uh, school. I was that weird little kid, like, uh, with the glasses, uh, you know? <laughs> I didn't get like friends until I was in high school. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I was hanging out doing something and she was like, 
what are you a lesbian and i was like i didn't even know what a fucking lesbian was <laughs> it's like but then like now looking back at it i'm pissed because yeah. not that she called me a lesbian but because she knew before i did i don't like that she has that satisfaction of knowing that she was right and she's like told you <laughs> like, mm. i know i'm like son of a bitch <laughs> i remember hearing i think hearing that word uh as a kid but like still didn't again know what it was because again i had the other derogatory right. term that this is what everybody was identified as but then it was like oh and like even with my friend like i was saying i was like oh that's gay so i would try to like i since i had like more gay friends at that point i kept trying to take it like yeah out of my like way of talking and i think i slipped up his head and then she was like what's gay about it what's gay about it? she's standing there like shit like she got you right I was like, she was waiting <laughs> and she was smiling because she knew like i didn't mean it in right. a like negative way but i was just like it's not, it's not I, I didn't I didn't see it mm. I didn't like, what? <laughs> I was like hmm. and I think at that point then I was able to just to stop because I was like well I've been publicly yeah, shamed right. now <laughs> and she was looking at me I kept trying to look straight like oh, maybe if I just don't look at her she won't even know that I said anything <laughs> <laughs> if I pretend it didn't happen maybe right. it didn't <laughs> and she was looking like right here at the side of my face like what's gay about it? I was like what <laughs> You said, I was like, oh, gosh, thanks. <laughs> I can't come back from that. You mentioned being, like, uh, in the fifth grade. What do you think about people saying uh, people are born gay? Um, I think that's absolutely true. Um, I do think that it's a, like, a, I don't want to say predisposition, but mm -hmm. it is. That's you what know? I was thinking of. Yeah, so I, I think it like, is. Hey. Because I never actively was like, you know what I want to do? Make my life really fucking <laughs> hard. <laughs> potentially lose my entire family <laughs> and be out, broke <laughs> on somebody's couch as soon as i graduate high school um yeah no nobody wants that nobody mm -hmm. you know and just the fact that it takes some people years to figure it out or like come to terms with it or anything um you know some of us try to like pray away the gay like you mm -hmm. just you know you try like not to so hard yeah. how could anybody sit there and be like oh you chose to do this right. like I had a friend, which is like horrible. Like she said, how like her, I think they grew up Catholic. How you know they try to beat the gay out of them and all this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And it was like, like wow, it's crazy. Like how people could just be that hateful. Oh yeah, like that. conversion camps are a thing. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like recently, like how I was like, wow, that's yeah. It's crazy because like people will talk about how a big thing is like gay people can't travel like i can't go to certain countries or i wouldn't even want to because right, i might you? die you're right like, well, i don't want to go <laughs> if there. i went with my girlfriend <laughs> i could be murdered but then you have you know people won't realize in the states they think that because we got gay marriage that we're all in it to win it there's no more right. homophobes in the united right. states everybody's cool but like indiana and like all of these other states still do conversion therapy and it's still totally legal um, and then those lesbians that got arrested in Hawaii for oh, yeah, just being that. gay in the grocery yeah. store on like their honeymoon or vacation or something like that. So it's pretty crazy um, that people just think like I had a conversation with my mom recently about mm -hmm. that is she was like, oh, it's not a big problem anymore. Like it's not as bad as it was. And that's what everybody says. It's right. not as bad as it was. So you should feel honored that it's no longer as bad as it was. Like it's fine. <laughs> 
Like, yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah. I can't wait to go get harassed on the street and right. break my hand on a guy's face right. or, Again. you know, yeah, potentially exactly. get like raped or like anything. Cause like, you don't know, like people are crazy. And mm-hmm. because of the orange monster that's <laughs> right. now ruling over <laughs> our lives, <laughs> it just becomes that much more acceptable. Right. Because we were talking about earlier, like, you know, usually people wouldn't say like mean things about gay people uh-huh. or coincidentally super republican things in in public because you know they would expect backlash from people or they didn't think people thought like them Mm -hmm. but now it's flipped because people are like oh everybody thinks this but you know also there's no more homophobia in the united states so what are you gonna do (laughs) and then what happens with stuff like that then they just well it's not homophobia then they try to add a different label to it uh you just yeah they're like i'm not homophobic i just think or they feel like it's like impeding on their religious freedom and it's like ah like nobody's taking anything away from you you're impeding on people's rights is what's happening here i had like a few episodes ago we had a whole like discussion about religion and like that was one of those things which is like which i'm not gonna try to go on the tangent in this one but (laughs) yeah like it's funny like how some religious people say like gay people are going to hell okay for one it's not your job to to condemn people in yeah. in any religion like if you're not the god or like the higher deity or whatever yeah not your it, job it's not your job so like don't not your job not your problem yeah, so don't worry <laughs> about it you do what you're doing and two like um while you're sitting here condemning somebody you know when you're not supposed to um it's like what are you doing in your life because a lot of those same people um are getting fucked up every night and drinking and doing stuff well yeah. you know Okay. Or they they feel like if they um, repent all the time, like, so you're saying your God will forgive you for everything all the time. Yeah. No matter what you do. Okay. So what makes you think that your same God won't forgive the lesbian or the gay guy? Yeah. Like, what is that about? Right. But they can't answer. Well, because the Bible says, the Bible actually doesn't say that in there. No, it says nowhere nothing in about there. homophobia in there or uh, homosexuality. No, it so. doesn't. It's <laughs> definitely one of those things, too, where like, I think a lot of people like pick and choose what they exactly. want, like whatever's convenient for mm. them at the time. I'm and to flip it to make it sound like it. Yeah. 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 They really try hard. And um, I might close with this one, but we'll see how this goes. <laughs> so part of the discussion I told you I had with somebody um, recently, um, they kept trying to associate um, the LGBTQ community with pedophilia. Ooh, yeah, super not about that. Oh, and that, like, at the moment, because the situation that we're in, when they brought it up, like, it wasn't, I knew if I was to correct the person on it, mm-hmm. I knew how far it was going to go and how far I was going to go, and, like, it was going to be, like, a whole thing. A whole thing. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let them keep talking, and I'm just going to keep to myself right now. But, like, later I kind of talked to him about it, but I'm like. What was the argument? I'm curious. What was his argument about well, it? Well, basically, they're homophobic one. Uh-huh. So there's already that. And then, like, um, they were talking about, like, you know, helping people in the community just in general. Mm-hmm. And um, then they were, like, um, saying how, yeah, because then you got these LGBTQ people out here doing all this pedophilia stuff. I was like, mm. I was like, actually, the main people who are molesting kids and stuff like that are usually the straight family members. Yeah. It's your aunt and uncle and like the people that are in the community helping kids in the community. I was like, these are the people that are actually doing that. So why are people are trying to ostr- ostracize uh, gay and lesbian people? Like, they're 
There might be people. They they might be doing it too because people are people. Mm-hmm. But like statistically, the average person that's molesting somebody isn't somebody who is a gay or a lesbian. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's crazy because there's one like part of that where you have straight people who are like, oh yeah. Pedophiles are like all gay people are pedophiles. Like right. that's a big stigma. It's been on there right. for a while. Whatever, whatever. And we fought really hard against it. And now we're coming into a weird spot where like you have a bunch of like older men dating super young girls, right. and you have like almost a not a like we're we're numb like to uh-huh. stuff now like we hear stuff and no it doesn't phase us we're like oh yeah i believe that happened right. like florida man ate some guy's face sure right. whatever <laughs> um and so i think it's become almost normalized to like a weird commercial standpoint mm-hmm. where people don't think about it you right. know if it's celebrities or something like that right but it's making people who are pedophiles think that they can be a part of the lgbt community yeah so i've seen a lot of um on like online like lgbt people like speaking out against it and they're like no like we're not about pedophiles yeah absolutely not but then there's a whole argument of people who are like oh i'm a pedophile but i don't practice it or like whatever whatever i'm in the lgbt community because i have a weird sexuality and it's like no you're yeah, fucking gross right like, you it doesn't work like that you're not allowed to hang out here like you're not in the slots because someone was Sorry. like yeah you know they're adding the p in there i was like what is p it was like pedophiles like no they're not no i was like i'm not even in that community like that but i know no one's adding that the pedophile is trying to get into that community but no like they're no one's adding that. No. no one likes pedophiles. They're trying to normalize it. Yeah, nobody likes pedophiles. <laughs> not even prisoners like pedophiles. Right, like, like they're the lowest class. You can kill like a whole family, but oh, you rape a kid too. Ew, you're you're like out. at the bottom. Yeah. Of, like, in the, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's crazy, but they do. They, they're they trying to normalize it because they're thinking it's, it's the same thing. It's like we get an inch and right. everybody is like, oh, you should be grateful for your inch. And then everybody else is like, you see that inch? We have space there. Let's jump on it. And so we're always trying to fight like what we are and like not letting our identities Mm -hmm. dissolve, but also like allowing for a lot of creativity and things and and fluidity because that's what it's all about at the end of the day right. we're all about like love you love be who you want to be don't right. hurt other people right exactly. pedophiles hurt lots of people uh, and they yeah. are not included <laughs> uh, yeah. in the fun rainbow time right no <laughs> so yeah no i think um it's something i would love to see go away but i feel like we haven't seen the worst of it unfortunately right because it's also i feel like because like i said the big orange monster <laughs> I feel like a lot of stuff starts to like rise as you know the more he opens his mouth like just more craziness it's just oh yeah we got nazis running around like like everybody's like nazis are people too like no like fuck the nazis (laughs) fuck the pedophiles (laughs) we're not playing that game like oh yeah the gays are bad but the nazis are misunderstood (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i wonder like no but no it's funny even about that i've seen like it's like sporadic but i've seen like where there's like trying to be like a lesbian nazi group it's like mm. so now you're trying like you can't now you're starting to try to blend lines but it's like but your whole other group of people aren't going to accept you yeah so it's like no yeah yeah i think a lot of those like outliers get big voices because it's so like 
ooh, like if they mm-hmm. can find one gay, bad gay person, right. they will blow that right. shit up all yep. day because everybody loves gays. Gays are nice, mm-hmm. mostly. You know, we can be assholes, sassy, <laughs> like dicks, you know, might rob you, somebody. Who knows? Like, you know, I read this article. Yeah, there's still people. I read this article about these two guys that ended up getting together because one guy tried to rob the other guy. And it was actually a very cute story. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you anyway. The whole story? <laughs> that was pretty much it. He like tried to rob him and then I guess he felt bad about it later and came over and like to give him his stuff back and they now they're in a happy relationship. As no, in the I UK. Hope, I hope they like get married if they're not already and like be married for like a hundred years. Okay, and I shit you not, one of them was like tatted up like to the nines, like yeah. looked like a classic robber, right? Mm-hmm. The other guy looks like that guy from State Farm and all the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, okay. But like, you know, I don't I don't know. I think we have a lot of diversity and a lot of things that people want to jump on because mm-hmm. we are making headway and we're right. pushing through and people want to get on that so they don't have to do the hard work themselves. It makes sense. Um, and so we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to get better after we do a little bit of a generation turnover and we also get some new influence into government. Yeah. And there's a lot because we took a lot of step forward in the last like eight years before mm-hmm. the apocalypse happened right and then we've just been falling <laughs> drastically down the ladder as it's gone on um but you know we're still on it so we'll, we'll keep trudging <laughs> upward keep just gonna keep you know wiping off the pedophiles and the nazis and yes. you know we'll just start throwing bricks again and everything will be fine right <laughs> and then now you'll be labeled as violent and all that kind of stuff exactly and, you can't yeah. win no can't win for losing this they say <laughs> Well, cool. Would you have any um, advice for maybe those who are afraid to come out? Um, yeah, if you're in a position where you could potentially become homeless or become injured mm-hmm. or anything like that, and or you're just not plain ready, not ready to come mm-hmm. out, don't do it. Like, it's fine. You can wait, yeah. you know, until you can be whoever you need to be or you're like on your own and you're stable. But if you want it, you'll know. And yeah. when you're done hiding, it'll happen for you. And um, I think there's a lot of pressure on people to come out because like it's quote unquote safe now for right. everybody, but it's not. Um, And there's a lot of pressure on those people and sometimes like people make them feel bad for not coming out. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're scared for like super legit reasons or you're just really not comfortable with it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Like the worst thing you can do is come out when you're not ready and have to like navigate it on your own. Oh, right, exactly. You know, like I fell right out of there and I totally wish I could have had a little bit more time to figure it out because you have people shouting at you Mm -hmm. like back and forth, like you need to be gayer or you need to like, (laughs) you need to be not gay. And it's just, you know, it's hard. Um, So I think if anything I could say is you'll know when you're ready Mm -hmm. and you will embrace the opportunity when it comes. Right, funny story. I was at the kind of about the end of it right there, but then you just reminded me that when you say <laughs> falling out the closet again. Um, I remember being in high school and there was this guy, he was a cheerleader, which doesn't mean you're gay, because right. I was on the gymnastics team and it's kind of almost the same thing. And um, But like he's really feminine and he's a cheerleader and like talking to him or hearing him talk and talk with other people, like 
I'm like, oh yeah, he's gay. Like, and I heard him tell, you know, the ladies that he's talking to, like, that he's gay. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So then, like, a couple days later, I mean, like, throughout the school year, but there was, like, one day he came, and he was, like, real upset, and he was, like, his parents just found out that he was gay, and, like, I was like, did your parents not, like, <laughs> suspect at all? Like, why were they so, like, upset? <laughs> Denial is so powerful, <laughs> man. <laughs> I was like, hmm. And then, like, one of my friends, she was like, when she told her parents, they were like, Oh yeah, we knew that. Like, she's like, really? We're like, yeah. Like, we pretty much already assumed that. She's like, oh, okay, well. Made it easy. <laughs> yeah, like, cool. <laughs> I always like to hear those kind of stories, like where the parents, you know, just love their child for who they are. It doesn't really matter in the end. Granted, you might, you know, want a different path for your child, but mm-hmm. that's not the path they're going. So I was like, well, yeah. Me and my wife, we always talk about if we had kids, like, they became gay. It's just what it is. Like, yeah, okay, like. <laughs> So, are you selling drugs? No, <laughs> no, no, no If anything, you have less things to worry about. Yeah. Nobody's going to accidentally get pregnant. Right. Like. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You don't know anymore. Could happen. Right. right. We're in Austin. Anything could happen. <laughs> no, just kidding. I like Austin. <laughs> How long have you been living out here? Um, I've been here for since 2013. Oh. Yeah. So, however math that is. Because <laughs> I was like. like oh, six years? Yeah. I want to say it's yeah. six. Yeah. That's cool. I've been out here three, so I'm still, I think I finally figured everything out in Austin. That's what you think. Just wait. You're going to turn one corner the wrong way. You're going to learn a whole new thing about Austin. Well, I travel around a lot and I always talk to different people. So I've I've learned and been in like different circles. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm stuck here. (laughs) Real weird in here, but I got to wait till we leave. (laughs) Don't know if I'll come back, but uh, (laughs) definitely came. (laughs) Yeah. Another relevant story I just want to throw in there because going back and I like to be out there. You talking about Nazis earlier. I remember um, like um, so like my parents live in this town called Wiley, Texas. Mm-hmm. You familiar with that? Yeah, I know where it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> out there. Um, so like when they first moved there, um, they were like getting their carpet cleaned by some company. And like I was living there and I had like my music equipment set up in there. So the guy who was like cleaning the carpet was like a young guy. He said, oh, man, like, you do music with this white dude. And I was like, yeah. He's like, man, you know, I'm about to buy some stuff. I need some help setting it up. I'm like, cool, cool. So, like, I gave him, like, my number or card or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had business cards. But I gave him, like, my number. So, like, whenever he got his stuff, he hit me up. I was like, yeah, where do you live? So, like, it didn't went too far. I was like, cool. So, like, as I'm, like, pulling up to the house, he's like, yeah, man, I hope you don't mind. My uncle's here. I'm like, I don't care. It's like your house. Do what you want. So, when I go in there, his uncle is clearly, like, a reformed skinhead. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my gosh. I just got set up. I don't know what's happening. I just got set up. <laughs> and I always carry like a pocket knife on me, so I was just like sitting there like nervous. But his uncle's like cool as fuck. Like he's like, yeah, man. He had this like raspy voice. He's like, yeah, man. I used to play the bass, and it was like, blah blah. And this is cool, man. Thanks for helping my nephew set up this stuff, man. Yeah, I was gonna try to help him set it up, but like you know, I just didn't feel like that. I was like, oh, this dude's cool. Like, but like I could tell like he had like SS tattoos and like swat stickers some places and like, but you can tell like. He's not about that life anymore, so right. it's like you can't judge people based off of like what they look like and their tattoos and stuff like that. It's really peer pressure comes up in many different forms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's true. <laughs> but cool. Thank you so much for uh, being a part of this podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. No I fun. don't know why I was so nervous. I had a lot of fun. I don't know either. <laughs> it's microphobia. It's a term about my. Exactly. Microphobia. I invented that word. Don't don't steal it. I like it. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Thanks for tuning in.